I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to Ponder Exchange, a podcast about Christian faith and armed service hosted by me, Brother Logan Isaac. First Formation is spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 65, verses 9 through 13. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide the people with grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, settling its ridges, softening it with showers, and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with richness. The pastures of your wilderness, of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. Isaiah chapter 48, verses 1 through 5. Hear this, O God of Jacob, who are called by the name of Israel, and who came forth from the loins of Judah, who swear by the name of the Lord and invoke the God of Israel, but not in truth or right. For they call themselves after the holy city and lean on the God of Israel. The Lord of hosts is his name. The former things I declared long ago, they went out from my mouth and I made them known. Then suddenly I did them and they came to pass. Because I know that you are obstinate and your neck is an iron sinew and your forehead brass, I declared them to you from long ago. Before they came to pass, I announced them to you, so that you would not say, My idol did them, my carved image and my cast image commanded them. Romans chapter 2, verses 12 through 16. All who have sinned apart from the law also perish apart from the law, and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous in God's sight, but the doers of the law who will be justified. When Gentiles, who do not possess the law, do instinctively what their law requires, these, though not having the law, are a law to themselves. They show that when the law require, that what the law requires is written on their hearts, to which their own conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts will accuse or perhaps excuse them on the day when, according to my gospel, God, through Jesus Christ, will judge the secret thoughts of all. Good morning and welcome to the sixth Thursday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 65, Isaiah 48, and Romans 2. And being a Thursday, we're now in the three days anticipating the next Sunday in the lectionary. Uh, The weeks are not um, structured the same way liturgically as they are, I don't know, calendarly. Um, In the 
liturgical cycle, Sundays are like mountain peaks. And the three days leading up to Sundays, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, anticipate the next Sunday in their readings. And then the three days after Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they reflect back on the Sundays. And so it's not just this rolling kind of wheel of time where just one day comes after another and some are weekends and some are weekdays. Um, but there's actually a, a purpose and a movement and um, what uh, C.S. Lewis would call, them, call an undulation. Um, and in this morning's readings in particular, um, Romans, in fact, is actually had me thinking and making me want to do some exegesis. So this is Paul's letter to the Romans, and it's <clears throat> early on in his letter, but Romans is different from many of his other letters, not just in its length, but also in um, it being something like his defense of his theology and what he believes and what he's doing based on his understanding of um, what he was called to do. And that's why he says, my gospel, according to my gospel. Um, because um, I actually hadn't seen that before. And Paul is in this odd space of having been very passionately opposed to this new form of Judaism that was cropping up that claimed that somebody had risen, was the son of God, and died and um, resurrected. Um, then having this dramatic experience on the road to Damascus, and then becoming um, something like a 13th apostle. So Judas, uh, according to tradition, killed himself. He's replaced by Matthias. Um, but then Paul comes around and starts talking about, like, well, I'm an apostle too. Not necessarily, you know, I saw Christ, but it was, I'm sure it was very awkward. Um, for all the apostles and believers, but Paul is confident, if nothing else. And um, one of the things that he wants to do is to highlight the distinction between the law, which he means the Torah, in first five books of the Bible for the most part, kind of these instructions and stories that, that um, solidify what the people of God are about. Um, there's a lot of instructions, especially in Numbers and uh, a little bit in Exodus and Deuteronomy. Um, but he, his understanding of the law, I don't think it's mine, and that's what had me tripping up a little bit. He says, all who have sinned apart from the law will also perish apart from the law, and those who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. And he qualifies or explains it by saying, for it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous in God's sight, but the doers of the law who are justified. It makes me think of this phrase um, I, I, don't, I didn't hear until I got to the military. Do as I, do, as I do not as I say. Um, and it may have existed in flipped form, do as I say, not as I do, in somewhere else. But in the military, when my supervisors would use it, it was jokingly, after they said something that was incorrect, uh, do as I do, not as I say. But it also hearkened to this... Um, this, I don't know, commitment um, or idea in, I don't know, most of my military experience, I don't think it's unique to the army, I don't think it's unique to artillery or infantry, but this idea that, look, I'm not, A, I'm not going to ask you to do anything I'm not already willing to do, 
uh, and B, uh, do the things that you're supposed to do. And sure, I'm going to do the things that they tell me to do because that's how rank works. That's how discipline works. Um, but also what's by highlighting, by, by kind of making light of their own mistakes by saying, do as I do, not as I say, um, it, it, its effect in my mind was to emphasize this thing that, look, it's about doing the right thing, not just hearing it or saying it. Um, and Paul uses this idea to suggest that Gentiles, who he has call, been called to preach to, um, who do not possess the law, when they do instinctively what the law requires, um, they suggest, they make clear that, in fact, the law, which is... Uh, uh, stated by God who has created the whole universe, not just the Israelites. But when um, when they do these things, they make clear that, in fact, the law is written on our hearts. We all know what is right and what is wrong. Um, and those who do what is right are, are more, I don't like the word justified, but they're more in God's graces than those who say, what is right or say they do what is right um it doesn't matter if you were in the crowd when jesus preached or you know presented the beatitudes it didn't matter what matters if you did it and you could do it even if you didn't hear it that's what paul i think is saying um and uh the it also makes me think of this uh, desire uh, by some christians to claim, I don't know, like Gandhi. Um, Gandhi was this just incredible character, incredibly smart, committed to nonviolence, committed to the prophetic uh, task um, in the world. Um, but he was very clear, he was not a Christian. Um, in fact, there's this anecdote uh, that um, about when somebody came to him and said, you know, I really am a fan of your work, I think I'm going to become Hindu. Um, Gandhi said, no, 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 that's, that's not necessary. Like, just um, remain in your own faith and do the things that, you're, that you know, your faith calls for. Um, the, uh, the, the doing, the being, is more important than the appearing or the hearing. Um, and I think that's what's beautiful about what Paul is saying. Um, the danger, the, the fear for some of us who think we're righteous is that unrighteous people will be made righteous. Um, and Jesus has a lot to say about that, whether that's the parable of the workers in the vineyards and you know the, the person that got there at the beginning of the day is paid the same as the person who arrived at the end of the day. Um, and that's not up to us. Um, it isn't up to us to pick and choose who's in and who's out. That's precisely, that's precisely the point. We hope that we're in. We trust that um, God is inclusive, that he wants us in uh, his kingdom and his, and his family, his community. Um, but it isn't up to us to determine who's in and who's out. And here Paul is saying, um, because God is not just the God of Israel, um, but he had a special pact, relationship with Israel, God in fact created the whole world, everything. He created our enemies, he created our friends, he created uh, things we like and things we don't like. Um, and because of that, um, God's law 
um, is woven into creation. And that even if you've never been introduced to the idea that Jesus um, is a fulfillment of law or that, uh, you know, if you don't know any of that stuff, you're an uncontacted tribe in the Amazon, you shall have it written in your hearts what, uh, what it is to do right and what it is to do wrong. Um, and I think that's, that doesn't feel fair. Um, but that's precisely the point, that life isn't fair. Um, God makes life unfair by giving us grace when we don't deserve it. And it's so easy to forget that that has happened when we feel secure in our own righteousness and we see someone else being treated by God the same way we were treated. Uh, we think that we earned it when we didn't. Paul will harp on this later in Romans and other epistles. We are justified. We are a part of God's community, not because of of our effort, but by our hearts and by following our hearts and by God choosing us and choosing um, so permissively um, that uh, damn near anybody can get in if they if they follow their heart and do the right thing. And that's that's maybe a more permissive read than Paul uh, would like. Um, but I think that's what it suggests, is that um, it may create anxiety in some of us, knowing how how much we've done um, in, in being believers. Um, and we want to believe that, you know, the world's a meritocracy, but it's not. Um, it isn't. It isn't fair. And for some people, that unfairness is really clear and really, really unfair. And for some people, that unfairness is good. The people who have been redeemed by God, uh, the people who have um, escaped from, you know, whatever hells they've created for themselves or that have been created for them, um, it's not fair that they should be let, let out. Um, because, as Paul will say, we all have fallen short of the glory of God. Um, and yet, God dealt with us as friends, even though we were enemies. Um, and so it's important in Paul's mind is that it's not the law, it's not following the law, but about um, embodying everything about the law so so um, wonderfully, so um, instinctively, um, that that is what it means to, to follow Christ, to embody law ourselves. Not just for our own justification, but to be a part of this community um, and to be examples for others who wish to, to be a part of the same. A prayer for the whole human family, adapted from the Book of Common Prayer. O oh God, you made us in your image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth. That in your good time, all cultures and genders may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.